0: Like your name was Moses. It's a rap ball podcast. It's a rap ball podcast. It's a rap ball podcast.
1: It's a rap ball podcast.
0: Welcome back to the Rasball Baseball Podcast, we're live in Phoenix, sunny physics, I'm going to tickle <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I wasn't
1: expecting that, oh my god, we um, didn't plan that, totally improvised tickling. Improvised tickling. <laughs> impro- improvised tickling, I was not expecting it. I liked it, I just wasn't
0: expecting it. The cackle is real. Oh my and- god, it's so weird doing a podcast while sitting on your lap. Uh, wait, who's sitting on whose lap? Should Uh, we tell the audience? Well,
1: let's see. You're 6'7", and I'm Uh, (laughs) 5'6". If we have this the wrong way, it could be really bad for me. The elf might want
0: Santa on his lap. I don't know, you know?
1: Oh my goodness You can't even
0: break down the sound of my cackling Because <laughs> we're on the same mic right Oh now. my, that's true uh, I can't turn down your audio channel But yeah, oh, don't get that close to the mic What are you doing? You just like, wanted, made out with it I want
1: to whisper into people's ears Hey, hey, thanks for listening oh my. <laughs> It is, it's it's kind of like we're doing. It's like two goofballs and a mic. It's like two goofballs and a mic in Phoenix. That's the name of the episode. That's what we're doing. That's
0: what we kind of do all
1: the time, except not in Phoenix. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, we're here
0: for spring training. We caught a couple games, breaking down some stuff. We didn't see anything that. We're interesting in the though.
1: Hilton Garden Inn doing this podcast. Yeah,
0: well,
1: uh- we're in the we're in a hotel room people next door like banging on the wall
0: (laughs) shut uh, up yeah it's like in the wall with a broom
1: (laughs) maybe we should have done this at seven in the morning oh that would have been fun (laughs) my bad
0: (laughs) Uh, But yeah we're here to talk some spring training we're gonna preview gray's shortstop and third base rankings i'm gonna make fun of them for those uh, but, yeah, we're... Uh, oh, my God, Gray is so sunburned. head yeah, <laughs> is sunburned. I am, you, I am. I refuse to use White Sox <laughs> sunscreen. $6 White Sox sunscreen. The little, like, travel sunscreen. That
1: was $6. I, I refuse to use the White Sox sunscreen, so I got really sunburned. I was being stubborn. <laughs> you were being stubborn. I know, but, no, because I'm, like... I get bronze, though. I'm, like... Because I'm part Italian, so I get a nice, like... I get a beautiful tan. I'm like Sophia Loren of Fantasy Baseball.
0: You're not bronze yet. It <laughs> turns to Oh, bronze. okay, sure. You fucking lobster. Uh,
1: <laughs> I want to pinch you now. Oh, no. Tickling is not...
0: The- <laughs> oh, my God. This, I'm just going <laughs> to... This is chaos in the best way possible. Instead of the gong, if you talk too much, I'm just going to reach over and start tickling you. Know?
1: <laughs> He, he's sitting across the room from me, too.
0: <laughs> That's how long his arms My had. arms, my wingspan is huge. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> Give me a hug. Oh, my God. You just hugged the whole hotel. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So let's talk about what we saw in spring. Well, the main thing was that Cubs tickets were insanity. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It, it was uh, real disappointing. $70 a ticket? 70 a person for a ticket. We were going to meet up with a, a commenter there, uh, and we were just like, yeah, that's more expensive than a regular <laughs> season what? game. Plus, how are you going to go on a honeymoon hideaway with JB and then bring
1: other people along? I mean, uh, come on. I know, I'm <laughs> the worst. <laughs> we can't go with any other It's like us and no one. No. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but yeah, no, we were looking at the the Cubs tickets. You were saying on your uh, flight there's there was a bunch of Cubs fans. Yeah, fly flying
0: in. from North Carolina, there was like 10 to 15 people decked out in Cubs stuff, and I was like, oh, shit. Here yeah. we go. It's and then 80, I said thousands that, of Cubs fans. This is uh, rehearsed now, but I
1: said that really clever thing that the uh, Cubs fans f- went from long suffering to insufferable. Sufferable. Yeah. Right? Yeah, That's yeah, so it's clever. Serious, yeah. Clever. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we are like.
0: Let's put this up for a Webby. <laughs> <laughs> call, call the Pulisers. <laughs> Audio, audio, awards. for
1: audio recorded
0: a hotel room. In the, the web he goes to. Well, in true, uh, true Roswell fashion, we uh, we went to my Brewers and Angels. We got there in like the third inning, and we missed all the interesting things that happened in the Brewers Angels
1: game. <laughs> yeah, uh, Domingo Santana had two homers that we missed.
0: Yeah, and uh, Junior Guerra. I think was it, it was either Junior or Zach Davies. One of the two pitched pretty well. Uh, we missed all that and saw. Well, we got to see the Brewers prospects, but none of them really did much. Yeah, Brinson sure had a Vincent. three pitch strikeout. He didn't look good. Nah. one. We uh, yeah, no, I think we had.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean we had we had great seats, but yeah, not great teams to watch. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, no. we saw. Uh, you know, uh, a Sherman Johnson.
0: <laughs> <The> <laughs> we're <laughs> the we're eight Sherman, eight <laughs> every time we were like, who's about now? Sherman Johnson again? What is he hitting the one through eight spots? Oh my God, we're like Sherman Johnson groupies. We like wrote signs. He, he signed my man boobs. Like, it, it was like, we really like Sherman Johnson. <laughs> Sherman signed your Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there was enough room for him to rank Sherman twice. <laughs> no? Okay. Um, so, yeah, we, we saw that. Uh, the big thing was the the White Sox-Angels uh, game we saw yesterday uh, or whatever. Oh, don't get me into the time stuff again. I really screwed that up last time. We saw over our spring trade trip. We saw this. But we saw a Giolito throw. Uh, three clean innings. I think one hit three strikeouts. Yeah, like, he, he looked good. He looked good. Didn't, like, blow us away. You know,
1: it's, like, kind of like, it's, uh, one part he looked good, and two parts the Angels just looked terrible.
0: Yeah, Mike Trout didn't play in that game. Obviously, Poole isn't playing yet. I don't think, I don't yeah. even think Calhoun played that game. No,
1: I don't. I don't think there is any regulars
0: really, except for maybe Crone. There's Crone, Crone. yeah. Cause and, oh, and Maldonado. Maldonado. I mean, he's not really a backup. Got to see his arm, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, so far in spring, G- Giolito's got uh, five innings, five strikeouts, has allowed only one run. Um, I don't know. I didn't rank him that high. I have a feeling he's not up till like June.
1: No, yeah, no. I don't think uh, Giolito, we're going to see him for maybe. 100, 120 innings at the most, probably June call-up. I think he's likely, you know, he's a guy that you're going to want to add everywhere once he comes up, but in 12-team or shallower, I think he's a guy on waivers until the end of May at the earliest, and then you stash him then, but... Right now, it's not really worthwhile. You're not getting them
0: in RC You're not stashing them in, in normal RCLs.
1: No, it's it's just
0: not worth it to stash someone who
1: you know because even if he is going to be great at some point, it doesn't mean he's going to be great in June. He could be real, um, you know, real iffy. Give you a couple roofies in the uh, in the early going. Uh, we may not really see Giolito be good until next year or so. He'll be someone would be a nice gamble, but not
0: really someone I would stash at this point in most mixed leagues uh speaking of gambles one pitcher i liked a lot ranked a really high was tyler skaggs that's who he was pitching against in that game and uh yeah he it looked, did not really terrible. go good. Well, well, Briskex. You know, I thought his stuff looked good. It looked like he was throwing hard. There's no radar guns, or at least I don't think those are radar. But he had a good hook. The fastball looked good. Looked like he was getting squeezed on calls. An error prolonged the inning. Yeah. Uh ended up giving four giving up four walks and no hits and only point two innings, but as I mentioned, it he should have gotten out. That was a really dumb error. That should have gotten him out of that, but we'll we'll see how he progresses. But obviously, not a great start for Tyler Skaggs.
1: No, he didn't look great. Um He was, I mean, he looked like I, I always feel like with Tyler Skaggs, there's an issue with control in general. That's not really, I don't know. He's been someone that I've uh, I like, and I, I would draft him late, but I think you have him much higher. I'm uh oh. I'm a little bit more iffy on Skaggs. I think. Uh, you know, he's never really pitched that many innings in a season, uh, he's kind of like, he's a good guy to take a flyer on to see what happens, but I feel like you might be dropping him by mid-April if he doesn't look great immediately.
0: Yeah, that's true, I mean, I liked him because he put together a really good run in Triple Uh then his velocity was highest of his career when he got to the majors, but had some control and consistencies, and... Yeah, we got to see that firsthand again. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, if he can control, like, he did have uh, good control at points in the minors, it's just, in the majors so far, he's been a real iffy with his control, like, last year was over four for his career, which is only a little over 200 innings, but still it's an over over three walk rate. Um, If he can get his walk rate down to, like, 2.5 and an 8.5 plus K rate, then... Yeah, I, I mean, Skaggs definitely is someone that will be, you know, he will be dominant if he can do that. But as of right now,
0: we really haven't seen it yet. The only real off-the-beaten-path person we saw that was – uh, I don't even want to say intriguing, but, it's funny that, uh, but, uh, this, I'll say Danny Hayes. I'm going Danny Hayes. We're talking Danny Hayes. Who cares? Uh, sitting 385 so far in spring with the homers, seven RBIs. We saw him hit a home run. I'm looking at his, uh, minors. I don't know. I don't know his real story. He only played 55 games in triple a last year, but he had, uh, 10 homers and, uh, 51 strikeouts to 31 walks. His OBP was 358. His OBP in uh, double-A in 2015 it's was A It's
1: almost like he used to play yeah. a different sport or something. Like, he doesn't have a ton of minor league experience and he's already going to be 26. Yeah. Well, he is 26. He's going to be 27. He's going to be 27? Yeah. yeah, that's how uh, years work. They Oh, yeah. that's how they work. <laughs> go, oh. Go Wait, progression oh you, you, progression you add them? Yeah,
0: oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You, go, you add one onto each one. Oh. That's, oh, why, that's that. why I told you you're not really 84 years old. Oh. And I tried to explain that to you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I
0: yesterday. Yeah, I forgot to carry the one. When we were at um, the Womack. Oh my god, the Womack! Oh! We, we went to this bar called the Womack. We were hoping it was owned by Tony Womack, but apparently it wasn't and then apparently it's uh they play Motown for 50 year old <laughs> divorce days yeah. if uh if Grey was still on the cougar prowl that would <laughs> be was. his like if major I was of- on the market for cougars <laughs> that would have
1: been the spot oh, oh, my, oh god. my god I never saw so many divorce days with, with at least like three kids uh pictures in their wall <laughs> and,
0: and there was like four or five like 70 year old dudes standing by themselves with drinks giving us glares <laughs> that were like on their stopping ground
1: <laughs> get, your, get your young asses out of here <laughs> you're messing my
0: game up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Danny Hayes is probably not going to play. I don't know. But it, it's the only really interesting thing we saw. I, I got to see Brett Phillips. He looked like he was late on his swing every time. Struck out once. He did hit a double, but it was, I don't know. Anything else from spring from you?
1: No, I was just, I was thinking, uh, you know, with like, the what a mess the White Sox are. That I you know Danny Hayes like watch somehow he works his way into the major league roster cuz they just released uh, Lowry.
0: Yeah. Right? So right now uh DH they have Cody Ashy. Oh. This <laughs> is just a joke. Oh my god. Their lineup <laughs> we're looking at their lineup now. It looks horrific. <laughs> They're,
1: their, their middle of their lineup is Abreu, Cabrera, Melky, and Melky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, oh, Melky, uh, he, he got hit by a pitch yesterday and then, like, fell on top of Maldonado. Oh, hurt Maldonado. <laughs> oh, we, from our seats, we could hear Maldonado be like, oofah. <laughs> oh,
0: what are you doing,
1: Melky? Oh, my God. Not hurt Maldonado. Um,. Yeah, so uh, the White Sox, you know, after they re- released uh, Lowry, they're uh, looking at uh, Carlos Sanchez, who recently changed his name to uh, Yomer.
0: Oh, we were so confused. Really we were confusing. like, wait a minute, who's Yomer
1: Sanchez? Yeah, I know. It's like, unless you're at like the level of... Uh, I feel like Giancarlo can do it. Even Kendris, you can change your name. But when you start getting down to, like, Carlos Sanchez, it's just you're not high enough on the uh, radar to be changing your name. <laughs> you're
0: just confusing people <laughs> when you go from Carlos to Yolmer. I know. Well, uh, so, Lydia, uh, you mentioned Lowry getting uh, cut by the team. We were hoping to see Moncada but he didn't make an appearance. The Rays, are, the Rays
1: are talking about getting Lowry, actually, now. Uh, I... I mean, the Rays just collect random post-hype prospects, so it wouldn't surprise me totally. I don't really see Lowry uh, getting everyday playing time, even on the Rays, and even if he does, obviously, we'd have to see something first to really get excited about him, and uh, Yalmer, uh, aka formerly known as uh, Carlos Sanchez, isn't really anyone that's worth owning outside of AL only, so... You can pretty much ignore him
0: too. Would you draft Mancada in twelve-team leagues? You know, because I would draft awful, and yeah, the White Sox awful. Yeah, I would draft Mancado. Unlike
1: like uh, unlike a Giolito, I would draft Mancada in a twelve-team uh, mixed league, and I would stash him until about April second, and when he gets cut and sent to the minor leagues, then I would drop him. And if he somehow breaks camp with the White Sox, then you know it's like it's a good lottery ticket. I would definitely take it. It's uh, it's worth it.
0: Yeah, so far this spring, uh, I'm trying to pull up what he's done. He's uh, played seven games, three for thirteen. How many? Sh- I'm trying to find a strikeout. Seven strikeouts yeah. in his first thirteen at bats in spring. But
1: well, we were sitting next to a White Sox fan, and he said he saw Mancada, and he
0: basically was saying that he looked great in the field, and he still strikes out. Still with strikes much. out. Yeah, so. Unless unless he can cut that strikeout rate right early in the minors, they might have him just toil down there for a while.
1: Yeah, last year in Double A, he had a thirty plus K rate. So in Double A, if you're doing that, you really like that's a forty five plus in the majors. You really, you, yeah. can't you're, you you're Byron Buxton when you get called <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah, you're basically the the hitting version of Jose Barrios. Oh God,
0: Barrios!
1: Oh. Th- th- that was such a crash of burn. That, oh that my God! That was like the uh, that was like the scene in uh, World coin of, of Garp when they fly the plane into the house. <laughs> uh, like, don't know the that, reference. That was, that's all right.
0: Someone will out there. Yeah, that's, yeah. I know it's a book. was not that Steinbeck? And the
1: person who is getting that reference, I am touching you. Right oh, now. he's literally petting uh, the I, microphone. I, oh my, I, God. my God! I'm that's touching you. That's not your microphone. <laughs> that's my microphone.
0: Oh, Oh my God! Well, it's mine now. Oh my
1: God! I just put my balls
0: on the microphone. Oh my God! He's like teabagging the microphone. If the if the housekeeper came in right now, they'd be like, "What are these kids, what are these kids doing?" This podcast is also being brought to you by Spice Channel. <laughs> all right, put that away, Gray. Um, couple other news from the past week. David Price. Uh, it looked like all signs were pointing that he might be getting Tommy I John. Still I mean. Think.
1: I still think all signs are pointing that way.
0: Yeah. They're, uh, this is one of those things where I feel
1: like it's going to be, like, he's going to start maybe for April. He'll start for, you know, a few starts in April. He'll he'll get shut down for 10 days. They'll try and rehab him. I still think we're going to end up with some major shutdown or surgery by, like, May, June. I would not go near David Price at this point. I think you're uh, – you know, he wasn't, he wasn't great last year peripheral-wise. So if you're going to, you know, it's not like someone like a, a Lance McCullers who's an injury risk, but at least he was great last year when he was pl- pitching. David Price was good, but compared to previous David Price
0: years, he wasn't that good. And, yeah, and he had real problems. A horrible start. I mean, he's pitched so many innings, and then to be injured right now, uh, it's going to be shut down and for at least you know a week and a half. Uh, he had to go to the Combine to see Dr. James Andrews. I wonder if he's like, eh, I'm focused on baseball or, or uh, football right now. I don't have time to look at this in depth. Right? He's like, uh, who's the guy who ran the 40? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, John Ross. No, not Joe Ross. Oh, no, the music oh! was, No! Where are you now? Uh, who, well, <laughs> Oh. Apparently, there's uh, someone sent you that there's like an emo piano mix of that yeah, song. Uh,
1: someone wrote in the uh, forums that the, uh, the Joe Ross emo uh you on youtube there's a, a a new where are you now and it has like a billion views on youtube and neither of oh, jb or i neither of us had it, uh. had heard it before <laughs> <laughs> we're so out, we're of
0: out, out of the loop on yeah. that but yeah the, the david price thing reminds me of uh salazar last year remember mm. he said he had like elbow stuff and they said he was healthy and he said he wasn't, like, confident with it, then pitched a couple games and was awful, and then had a flexor strain. Yeah. Like, I could easily see that going for uh, for Price. Yeah. Yeah, it
1: could be. I think uh, Salazar last year probably was a little bit better, even than what we would see from Price this year. But, yeah, Salazar threw only 137 innings last year um, and had a 3.87 ERA. So, I think if you were to get that from Price this year, you'd probably be pretty happy which isn't, you know, it's
0: not great. Which Red Sox pitcher are you taking first now, David Price or Rick Porcello? (laughs) Yeah, uh, I I would take neither, but if I had (laughs) to
1: take one, I would take Price. Uh, I just, you know, but actually, he's real close. I think they're one and two, like, right next to each other now in my starter rankings. I moved Price. I did have him... 17 overall I believe and now I've moved price down to about 35 overall for starters and he's around 150 overall with uh he's like a, I, I real I took a good like 60 70 spots off of him and I still wouldn't draft him but you know at, at a certain point I guess it's worth the uh, risk even though I would be looking elsewhere
0: yeah the other big injury from the past week is David Dahl's got back issues uh, got shut down with back a uh, back pain. Had to get a lot of tests done. Apparently, uh, it, he said his back's feeling every day with natural movements, but it's still sore. That means he's like standing up <laughs> and it doesn't hurt, you know? I I just burped without pain, <laughs> pain without pain in my back. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. Um, I don't even know if he he's gonna make opening day at this nah, at this rate. I think he's gonna probably miss.
1: He'll probably start the year on the DL, miss a good week or two um at least maybe maybe he'll come back mid-april maybe uh towards the tail end of april but i still like him i did move him in my rankings i dropped him about 15 spots in the outfielder rankings and uh i took him from about i think i had him at 58 overall and now he's around uh 98 overall so i dropped him about 40 spots uh and i took him from like, 21 homers and 20 steals down to about 18-18. So, I, I I, I think I took about 60 to 75 at-bats away from him. So, almost a full month of a bat. Now,
0: um, obviously, if he heals up, fine. It'll be fine. But with this back thing, like, I'm worried about the speed.
1: Yeah, it could. It could affect everything. Yeah. It definitely mean, could. I think he still it. Yeah, it's we don't so want early. It. We don't want I to know. Over. Yeah, you don't want to, like, Still got really, a month. Yeah, yeah, you got a month before regular season even starts. And then... You, you know, dock him another two weeks, the rest day after that, like six weeks from now, he should be, I mean, you would assume he should be fine. Uh, so I'd like, I still like him. I would still draft him, but I would expect to, uh, you know, you'd probably have a good two weeks on the DL at least.
0: Is uh, is Dahl versus Benatendi close for you now?
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, I have Benatendi, I think, right above Dahl. I have, oh, okay. uh, Dahl, I, it's like Benatendi uh, Dahl Schwarber, I think, it's, uh, it's around there, and Schwarber I have, you know, there because I think he's in a platoon, I don't really see, uh, Schwarber playing every day, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully Dahl's good, I'm, uh, I'm a little less excited about him, but, you know, still, it's still, still some excitement.
0: Uh, we both really like Rymel Tapia on the uh on the Rockies there Dude. and with uh with uh Parra probably taking the main starting job Tapia's probably going to make the team and be the fourth outfielder mm-hmm. right maybe
1: i don't know if they they might want to get him every day at bats and they just have like a uh, skip shoemaker
0: type as their uh
1: i don't know who is their, uh, i don't know who's their got real Steven
0: yeah. Cardula. oh they've got Kristen okay. Norfia okay. so maybe guys yeah, like, that makes like sense. those. yeah So, they
1: might throw in guys like those that are just like crappy utility guys uh, and let Tapia get every day at bats in the minors. I think Para is, I mean, Para is actually someone who I would draft in every league if he's going to be the starter for the first two weeks because it's just basically a streamer. So, you you grab him. Your last pick. Yeah, your last pick, grab Para. And if, you know, knock on wood, God forbid, Dahl has a setback, Parra's still decent. I mean, he's still kind of like a 15-15 guy. And in Coors, it's worth a flyer,
0: if nothing else. Yeah, he he was a guy I liked a lot last year, Gerardo Parra. It's yeah, like a, a, exactly. Course, yeah. course didn't work for him. He did get hurt, but... Right. Yeah, I
1: think it's... Uh, I think our bigger issue in cores is gonna be getting Tom Murphy the everyday job.
0: That's, uh, that's you fun. and you and help! <laughs> Loving your Tom Murphy! Oh my god.
1: What's help here?
0: Great and help growl, Growl groub! Tom that's Murphy! A, that's isn't that an Italian liqueur? <laughs> 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 After dinner, I want some grout. I want some grout and some lemon <laughs> cello. Waiter! A, put an espresso bean in my grout! Waiter! Oh, so uh, I think that's pretty much it for news in spring. Uh, it's been fun. We have some baller Cubano Oh, my coffee. God.
1: JB was vaping yesterday.
0: That was the best. Uh, you get a couple drinks in me, and I'll try to vape, and then I, <laughs> I cough like a moron. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey,
1: pussy, stop coughing. <laughs> All
0: right, so let's do some positional previews. Let's wrap up offense by going through Gray's starting pitchers. You can, of course, follow Gray's ranks. On Rasball.com, go to the rankings tab and click it on there, and you can uh, see all of Grank's ranks. Great Granks. Granks. Granks! I'm just Granks. doing it for all the all words. All words are now gwords. <laughs> <laughs> it's Granks. <laughs> Let's talk about gorth shots. I gotta take a, a grip of my drink. <laughs> all right, so we're looking at your top twenty shortstops here, which. Again, you with your labels. It's how many shortstops are really on here? Top twenty shortstops, but I'm going to go to forty-two. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I have JJ Putz. Oh, no, JJ, <laughs> JJ <Hard>. Putz. <laughs> JJ Hardy. JJ Putz. Oh man. All right, so you've got Machado first, <laughs> forty-two of the of the best top twenty shortstops.
1: <laughs> I am
0: stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm At least group- you can I'm it. You're, he's such a groupie. Uh you got Machado first, Correa second. I think that's pretty industry standard. We both like Trevor's story a lot. I've been hearing on some other places that you know he's he's going like fifth, sixth round or something that's stupid ridiculous. like that. Oh my yeah, god. I hope all. to get him in the yeah, I want to my RCL teams. I'm hoping to get a lot of story and a lot of AJ Pollock.
1: Like story, it's uh, like I'm assuming people who have him ranked down in like the fourth or fifth round, they're saying that he's not healthy. I'm, I'm guessing that's what they're saying because in three quarters of a year last year, he proved to be better than Lindor. Like he was easily the best shortstop in the majors last year when he was healthy. Yeah. And it was a long time ago that he injured his hand. I mean, I, know, I understand it's like you know, you don't want a hitter to be injured uh, in his hand or his or you know it's like certain things are not great for hitters. But he's young. I think he's going to be fine. I think his health is good. He's um, you know there's no there's been no setbacks that I've heard about. You know, I'd be the first one to drop him down if there has been. But I yeah, story is like easy thirty ten shortstop if he's playing the whole season like that's that seems like that might even be the floor. Yeah, it's like conservative like how is that not better than lindor i mean i like lindor too but lindor doesn't have 30 homer power I mean, he has a little bit more speed and he'll hit a, a better for a better average but stories in cores so that's going to take care of the average no yeah. one hits for below 250 in cores anyway it's impossible look at Corey dickerson he's a 210 hitter in Tampa, and he was a 290 hitter in Coors. I mean, it's just like, you know, so
0: I like Story a lot. I think everyone just uh, gripes on the K rate, 31.3% Ks. We knew that was going to happen, but he still got walks. they not griping on my drink. Griping. <laughs> griping on my groffy. <laughs> uh, but he had 8.4 walks, you know, which is do- usable enough. Obviously, his BABIP is going to be high because he plays in Coors. And you kind of mentioned the speed. I forgot that in 2015 in AA and Double A and Triple A, he had 22 steals. Right, and he had eight last year. I mean, you know, getting double digit steals from such a good power source in your your shortstop position. I mean, that's, that's I think that's a real underrated part of what Story brings.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think his his biggest drawback that I think people are worried about beyond the health is probably the case but like i said it's so hard to hit for a shitty average in cores like you just yeah it's like i went handle. through it like in my rankings in my top 20 i went back to 2000 and i found every every um rocky regular uh of the last like 16 years who had hit for 250 or below and there was only like two that weren't catchers it was like clint
0: Barnes. <laughs> really? who was that third baseman that everyone liked back in the day who mark rounds no like a long time ago ian something oh ian stewart ian stewart yeah, yeah everyone liked him but he kind of failed yeah. and that's about the only one yeah. though
1: yeah i know it's like it's just like cores fixes so much that it's really difficult to be underwhelming in cores and you know, like even Ian Stewart had a thirty plus K rate at one year and he hit two fifty-nine. Yeah. Um, that was a, in a shortened year. But yeah, I mean so it's like it's it's difficult. There's uh so besides the Ks and the health, I guess, you know, I don't know what else you really look at with Trevor and you're like, uh, eh, that's not great. I, I think everything is everything else will be good for fantasy. For uh, you know, for thirty homers and ten steals as a floor with a two fifty five average, maybe say, like and that's you know, again being very conservative. Uh I feel like he's an easy uh top, you know, he's a top shortstop. I think he's above Lindor. So Yeah,
0: I agree with you. I, I like where you have him. I hope to get stored in a lot of leagues. Probably RCLs will be a little slanted with everyone doing what we're doing. But yeah. I think in your other leagues that aren't Raswell leagues you can get him at a great value. Uh Lindor's pretty much, you know, Kind of what we expect. I don't know if we need to talk much on him. No, um, any chance Xander Bogarts takes that like next step and puts it all together to become like uh, you know maybe top fifteen player?
1: Well, I think I think Fenway's really Fenway and the Red Sox in general have me stopping my uh, being like totally negative on Bogarts, but I feel like negative negative is a bigger. Like that, my issue with Bogarts is more his second half was really miserable. Like, yeah, he was he was really bad, uh, and I'm I'm a little worried that he isn't like he doesn't have huge power or huge speed. Um, so it's like you're you're in a situation where you're kind of counting on a hundred plus runs, which he should do, but you're counting on it somewhat. You're counting on the RBIs because he'll be in the middle of a a good lineup, and he hits for a good average usually. Now the uh you know the second half of last year it was not great, so there's so there's some concern there. I think he's young enough where I'm not as concerned as I would be, maybe for someone else, but you know last year in
0: the second half he had two fifty three yeah, I'm uh, looking at it now, it wasn't that bad, eleven homers and less games he had ten in the first half. It's just you know the average dropped. well, yeah,
1: I mean, you hit eleven homers with two steals and two fifty three
0: in a half, it's not great. Yeah, I mean, had, that's not a,
1: a top three round,
0: a third round uh, pick usually. Had, had 11 steals and 329 in the first half. So yeah, it was a drop off, but at least he still had some power and didn't like, you know, turn into a pumpkin.
1: Right. Yeah. So I think, you know, and he's only 24. I think he's, I think he's someone still who I would, I would still be drafting. I uh, don't, I'm not as enthusiastic about him as a Lindor, but I, I would still take him.
0: Right, I'm interested why you have Corey Seager solo. I think that's the only thing in your top ten that I feel like I don't want to say egregious. No. Or as you would Greg gregious <laughs> egregious, egregious. It's Gre-gregious. gre-gregious. It's you gre- have gre- 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 how do you how do you do
1: it with Gregarious? Gregarious uh, would be really confused. Gre- 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 gregarious. 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 I'm Gregarious. gregarious. Oh. <laughs> oh, that would be like my Cabbage Patch, show. my Cabbage <laughs> pale kid. Gregor. Or your or your
0: Chia pet. Yeah. Oh my oh god. Man. Uh but yeah, you like where do you have Corey Seeger overall? Like he must be in like your thirties or something. In uh, most ranks he's I think like
1: he's, in the teens. No, I think he's a little bit lower for me. Uh I think I have him overall in like the top forty, I wanna say. Yeah, maybe, that's maybe, a most maybe, people maybe have him in the top thirty. Most ranks
0: have him in the teens. Uh
1: yeah, no, I do I do have uh Corey Seeger a little bit lower than Elf, uh, than other people. I think the uh the the biggest thing that I've seen with Corey Seager is just like he is so much better real ba- a real uh, a re- for real baseball than I think for fantasy. And that like he's kind of like a Buster Posey. I have him actually at 30 overall, but still yeah. I ha- that's lower than most. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I think he's kind of like a a Buster Posey in that like he's a lot better for real baseball than for fantasy because like he's not going to get any steals at all, so he needs to hit at least thirty homers and three hundred to you know be worth a top thirty pick.
0: Um well, you no know about he should. That. I mean, he had one hundred and five runs, only seventy-two RBIs. You imagine he'd probably get more RBIs this year. Uh, it's going to be a good lineup. You you mentioned in your rank that his BABIP was real high. Mm-hmm. His BABIPs all through the minors were really really high. Right. He hits a lot. I mean, he hits the, he hits the ball hard. I think you're a little too conservative. Twenty four point four percent line drive rate. That's really high. And he had a three fifty five BABIP. So I think the BABIP makes sense.
1: Yeah, I just look at him like is he that different than his brother, like Kyle Seager? For instance, has more or less the same minus 20 points on the average. Mm. And he's about three, he, he's like three rounds later than he's like in the 50s, mm.
0: first to 30s. I think better lineup, he's younger. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not like the biggest Corey Seager guy. I mean, I think he's more you know 2025 20, range than than the teens. So I'm kind of like in the middle of you and the consensus. Yeah,
1: but... again, I didn't even like I didn't really put Corey Seager in a position where I would say. You know, I think he's overrated. Stay the hell away from him. Yeah, like, you're kind of just a little I'm, lower. Right, I'm a little lower. I feel like I'm I'm in a, a point where I wouldn't draft him probably where my rankings are, but I don't really dislike him. I just feel like for fantasy, like the lack of steals is just a little bit of a yeah. Bummer.
0: The speed isn't really I there. Mean, if
1: you really like, if you're putting together a fantasy team and you get, you know, your shortstop has less than five steals. You're putting yourself in a position where you kind of need at least one outfielder that's going to get at least 25 plus steals. Otherwise, I mean, you're or you're going to have to for your MI, you have to get someone like an Alcides or like you really need steals from somewhere uh, to compensate for Seager's lack of steals. So uh, he's all right. I I don't I don't totally hate him. I just I don't really see myself drafting.
0: All right, then you've got the two uh, regression speed guys back-to-back. Yeah. Back. Um, I don't know if we can really say much to you know, what hasn't already been put out there and written a ton already. We both expect Jonathan VR and Gene Segura to regress a little bit. Uh, I agree VR, I think, is still ahead of Segura. He still has the great park. To hit in and he's on a team that's super grace a great aggressive yeah, it's, in all, it's in all my lexicon right now all the, all the gray aggressive aggressive you're, you're, you're on the you're base grace your are um so yeah I, I like vr i think you've got them both at about the right spot you um, know with vr actually i would
1: i really i remember this uh when i was doing the rankings i strongly considered putting vr above Seeger because uh that
0: would have maybe died.
1: a 10 a ten forty from Viar which is likely his around what he's going to do is kind of what Seeger could it's like is around the same value um Seeger I think is going to be better for you know uh RBIs and average so I I went with Seeger first but Viar I don't I don't dislike Viar as much as I thought I would considering how yeah. over the top amazing he was last year and played over his head I think uh you know, the regression is gonna come, but maybe not as much as, you know, people expect because you know, speed only regresses just so much. If Bayar steals forty bases, it's still worth something.
0: Yeah, I think he's still gonna be valuable. Uh he still gets a lot of walks. What was his walk rate last year? Eleven point six percent. I mean, that's great. He was he was really good at getting walks. His uh he got caught a few times and made some base running mistakes. I know that as a Brewers fan, but yeah, in the nineteen homers. I don't expect that. But yeah, ten forty, maybe even ten forty five, ten fifty is about. Imagine if looking. he was trying to steal off of Maldonado. Oh my god. <laughs> Maldonado's arm is phenomenal. We saw that in person. That's ridiculous. He's got he's a great defender, but yeah. Mm um okay so now we kind of that's kind of your your main guys you probably you're hoping to get one of those top eight for your shortstop more or less right because there's a pretty big drop off to your number nine addison russell and i like russell too i do but i think that's a pretty big gap yeah i think segura is like
1: you know um seager was a 30 overall and uh right there like right behind him and then uh seager's right a little bit behind him and then uh, Addison Russell is probably barely top 100. So, yeah. so that's a it, it's a good 55 spots between uh, Segura and Russell. So yeah, that's a that's a fall. That's a definitely a drop off in
0: tiers. I, I like Russell though a lot. I like him a lot too. He's yeah. got a lot of interesting stuff in his peripherals. All right. So in 2015, his walk rate was 8%. Went up to 9.2% last year K rate went from twenty eight point five percent down to twenty-two point six percent and his line drive drive rate <laughs> line drive <gray, laughs> right oh, I can't get it out of my head line driveway rate went to eighteen point two percent to twenty-one point one percent and even with all that said his Babip fell fifty points and it doesn't look like he made the improvements he really made Yeah, he got more homers, got a lot more RBIs, and and the numbers went up, but that average really looks like it could have been a lot closer to, like, 270, 280 with all that put together. Even
1: with, like, if he gets 22 homers and 5 steals, uh, which is basically what he did last year. I mean, that's essentially, he had 21 homers and 5 steals last year. So say he goes up modestly. Say he does 24 homers and five 5 to 7 steals whatever and he does he his average goes up to just 255 it's e- that's an easy pick at like a top 100 overall yeah. i mean that's like you're talking about a, a cheap Corey seeger essentially like maybe you know seeger's going to hit for a 300 average uh russell hit for hopefully 255 but other than that russell could get a few more steals They'll be close in power. Last year, Corey Seager had 26 homers. Addison Russell had 21. You know, it's like, that's pretty close. That's not really that far off. Like, when you take away, you know, a lot of the other stuff. Uh, Russell obviously is in a crazy stacked lineup, but due to that, he's probably going to hit a little bit lower in the lineup. He's not going to be like, he's not going to be a three-hitter like Corey Seager would be. Uh, But, yeah, I think... You know, there's a good chance that Russell hits fifth behind, uh, you know, Brian Rizzo and Zobris. I don't know. Uh, maybe. It depends on where Brian yeah. hits. If Brian hits second and Rizzo hits third, I'd be a little surprised. I feel like it's more likely Zobris hits second, Brian hits third, Rizzo fourth, and then as in Russell's fifth. Either way, Russell's going to be hitting fifth. So he's not going to get a ton of runs because Jason Hayward sucks balls. And Contreras <laughs> is yeah, okay, but you know nothing great. Yeah, I think Contreras and then, is good. and then you know the federal, the federal listed in the eight hole. Yeah, I'm or, looking at or Javier Bias.
0: I'm looking at it with you. I'm, I'm surprised John Jay is your projected main starter at center field. That makes him a pretty decent value for like only, right?
1: Yeah, but everyone is expecting Bias to get more time than you know. It's, uh well,
0: can he play outfield, Bias?
1: Yeah, he can. He can play all over. You just give him a, you just give him a mitt and pat him on the butt. And he goes out and plays. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, but Russell is so. I mean, hitting fifth for the Cubs, that gets you like yeah, it's a it good gets spot. You like sixty-five runs, eighty RBIs around there. I mean, give or take five on each side. Um, so yeah, I mean that's like <laughs> that's great for a barely top one hundred pick. So I yeah, I like Russell a lot.
0: Um, you got Marcus Simeon, Brad Miller, Tim Anderson as your next three. I like, um, them. I like them all. Yeah, I'm...
1: Tim Anderson's probably the, uh, the most risky of those guys. And also, obviously, the, the last one on that list, so the lowest ranked. But, I think Tim Anderson could surprise with, like, 25 to 30 steals. There's... And he's got some surprising power. Uh, last year, he hit nine homers in only 99 games. He could get... Maybe 12 homers. Um, you know, Steamer has him down for 11. Uh, Zips has him for 11. So, yeah, I mean, if he can get 11.25, and he's not going to hit for a terrible average. Last year he hit for two eighty-three, but the Babbitt was
0: high. No, uh, no. He is fast, though, so he should Yeah, have the no. Babbitt should be. Uh, he had 27% Ks and 3% walks.
1: Yeah, no, he's, he's not no. a base guy.
0: No, but, I mean, I think he should be.
1: If he can do... Twelve, twenty-five, two hundred and sixty. There's, I mean, there's
0: value. There's there. value there. Okay. I mean, I'm not that enthused about him, but when when you look at who you have thirteenth compared to this guys, you really
1: like him. Why, why know, do you know. hate
0: Ledmus Diaz so much? I think he's like a. I think he belongs a lot closer up with the, you know, Addison Russell. I think he's like right around there. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe even a little bit higher. I mean, all the signs point to. You know, this was a legit breakout for him last year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he de- he definitely doesn't strike out. Doesn't time. strike
0: out, gets walks. walks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the BABIP wasn't high. Hit 300. You know, 17 homers and four anyway, steals. I am
1: a, I'm like a a homer steal whore. <laughs> so yeah. the fact that he only had 17 homers and I mean and four steals. This is
0: this is better than Addison Russell though.
1: Yeah, in uh, yeah, rated I guess. Yeah, because he only had uh, uh, Diaz only had 111 games.
0: Yeah, didn't he like break his thumb or something? Yeah. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, I
1: mean, I guess maybe I am underrating him a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I, I just he didn't really like he spo- he slid into this two hole too for the Cardinals, which you know is uh it's an okay lineup. It's not not the greatest yeah, lineup. We're looking right.
0: at roster resource by the way with our lineup projections here, but I'm looking at their lineup and yeah, I don't see any reason for them. I mean, unless they hit, like, Piscotti second and then hit Diaz, like, five or six, but... Right.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think there's, uh... Yeah, there's... Maybe there's something there that I'm I'm underrating. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, Steamer has him for 16 homers and 7 steals and a two eighty average. Eh, that's okay. I mean, it's not really that exciting. Uh, Zips have him for 15 homers and 8 steals and a two sixty eight average. Again, that's... Not really that great. Uh, they're also, I feel like they might be underselling his playing time a little bit. They only have him for 130 games.
0: Yeah, don't, unless so, you're projecting an injury. I mean, yeah. he's going to play every day.
1: Yeah, he should. I mean, I guess there's a chance that, you know, uh, uh, they do have Peralta, uh, the superfluous H. Jay Honey? Yeah, Jay Honey. They have Jay Honey! They have him who could steal maybe 30 games from Diaz at short. Mm, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would. It's hard because the shortstops are pretty stacked. So I, yeah, maybe I undervalued, them, underrated, underranked them a little bit, uh, Diaz. But I still have, you know, there's not a ton of guys above them who were that much. No, like I said, I, I'd, I'd have like maybe a, Tim Anderson. You could argue is. Yeah, be I'm not as Diaz. big
0: on Brad Miller or or Simeon as much. I know you love the power and a little bit of speed from Simeon, but yeah, I do. And I feel like Simeon yeah. goes through such ups and downs through the year yeah. that he becomes frustrating.
1: He, it he, uh, he does, and he's not. He's probably average-wise. Like there's, there's not a whole lot more there. He's gonna probably hit 240.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I, th- I think Diaz is closer to. I might even put him ahead of Russell. But I, th- he's beyond. He's outside that main top eight group, and kind of like I think he's. You know, towards this other tier. Right. Uh, looking at some of the deeper guys, uh, Elvis Andrews, uh, Eduardo Nunez. Hey, you projected up for ten homers and thirty steals? I mean, yeah. that, that's going to be a pretty good season.
1: Yeah, it is. I think there's a lot of risk involved. There's, uh, you know, last year he came out of nowhere with uh, his year, and he was, and he's also not that young. So it's, uh, it's kind of like, like he came out of nowhere at 29 years old. So if if it was real, if last year was real, I'm kinda hedging a little bit by saying ten homers and thirty steals. Like if the if last year was real then yeah, he'd be good value. I just don't know. Like last year it doesn't it doesn't seem like a guy like Eduardo Nunez who had so much Garbage previously, like and he, he was played. not very good on the Giants either. No, he was terrible. Yeah, he wasn't good on the Giants. So he was really good for a half season, you know. Yeah, so there's I know. a lot of risk there, and also, I don't know. There's a there's a chance like he could fall into a platoon. There's like they have a lot of guys there that I don't know. They. They do. Uh, Bochy got a big
0: head, so let's see. <laughs> so a... I wish I wish Nunez would lead off instead of. Uh, wait, who are the who are the Giants? Maybe leading off. Ben Revere. No, Denard. Wait. Oh, we saw one of them play. <laughs> which, over the free, I mean, which one? was it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! Who was
1: that? Who was that on the angel? There was a picture was that of Ben Revere, him. and then there
0: were some letters, <laughs> but I couldn't tell which one it was. Ben Revere. It was the uh,
1: yeah. You know how they do like the. The uh, in between innings, they have those like games where it's like the the, the marbles rolling around, <laughs> and you have to choose which one is going to be the fastest. In between the innings of the Angels games, like is this Ben Ramirez or the North North fans fans? on our team? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> Clap if you think it's Ben
0: Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> like half the crowd claps, then the other half. Well, we don't have a clear. Way. The other half shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Tula, seventeenth. Can't really disagree. I don't want any of that. Nah. Um. Baez is interesting. I just like. Are you gonna he draft someone that's up. not playing every day? You <laughs> know? know. So, uh, Jose Peraza. There's someone that's interesting that yeah. you know might get some steals. He's gonna be playing every day now. Um. You know. I he, know. I think it's a uh,
1: Peraza's. Actually, he's D Gordon. If he can get into the leadoff spot, and if he's in the eight hole, he's Jared Dyson. Like, there's a yeah. big difference between leadoff and hitting eighth for the Reds. Like, that's, you know, like the Reds aren't going to be good as it is. And then you throw him in the eight hole. It's like, oh, who's, who's, like, who is bad? Like, it's going to be, uh, Del Scafani, and then, like, Hamilton. Like, who's driving them in? Like, Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton had, like, six RBIs <laughs> over the last 700 games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, Peraza could be sitting on second base after a steal
0: quite a bit. Um, the, but, You know, the Reds actually <laughs> shoot fireworks every time uh, Billy Hamilton gets an <laughs> RBI. They drop confetti. It's like a big party. It's
1: so uh, rare. Yeah, uh, yeah so Peraza I like for... Sagnoff, I think he's going to be, ste- he's essentially steals only, um, but he could hit for a somewhat decent average, maybe 275, 280, and then uh, yeah, maybe he'll chip in a
0: couple homers. But Yeah, I he's, think he's more Sagnoff than yeah, somebody he drafts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hard. Um, looking at some other guys, I mean, D.D. Gregorius hit 20 home runs last year. Everyone and... did, though. I know, that's true. How about, you
1: You know, I hate to be the one who had to bring up the Brewers, but... Oh, my you're... God, every position, <laughs> it's you
0: bringing up the Brewers. What's wrong with you? But this is a guy
1: who's actually interesting. What do you think? What do you uh, think about
0: Arceus? I mean, he's going he's gonna to play even if he struggles with the bat. Uh, talking to Orlando RC, just so everyone knows. Um his defense is—he's Gold Glove caliber already. Mm-hmm. He's phenomenal defender. Um, you know, it—it's it, hard to like. He's not Gary Sheffield, but he has a lot of moving parts when he's like getting ready to hit. I, I don't know if maybe maybe there's just going to be some more adjustment. I, I think your projections are pretty spot on. You've got him for nine homers, hitting 261, twenty one steals. You know, they're going to give him some chances to run. But other than that, he's going to hit low in the order. Council does love to run. Yeah, yeah. He's going to hit low in the order. Um, you know, he, he didn't play great in his first chance, but had a low BABIP. The strikeouts weren't crazy. The walks were okay. He did get four homers and eight steals in 55 games. You know, you prorate that, you know, 10 homers and 24 steals, and that's pretty close to what you have. I... I I think he's okay. Good NL only value mm-hmm. with the with some upside to maybe hit 280 and get to 15 home runs. Yeah, I actually I did
1: draft him in my NL only uh, team. He was uh, ooh. Show me your NL only
0: team. You're yeah, pulling it up now. I want to uh, look.
1: I uh, I draft him for 12 bucks in 12 team NL only, which I thought was good value. Oh, your I boyfriend if I are. Tommy
0: Joseph for a seventeen. Oh my god, I love
1: Tommy Joseph.
0: Oh my god, just I just, just got take aroused. A, take a bath with oh Tommy my god, Joseph. Are already. your nipples lactating? Because <laughs> I want to
1: jump on your lap and suckle on your boobs. <laughs> oh, well, the topia for
0: well, topia only went for a dollar in this league.
1: Yeah. It's,
0: uh, you know what's really good radio?
1: Uh, it's good podcasting when other when you're reading <laughs> what people aren't seeing. In the. It's like, yeah, this is our I'm podcast. I'm just reading we're all the news. We're yeah. reading stuff. We're an audiobook now. <laughs> but, but we're not saying it out loud.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining us for A Christmas Carol. I will now read it. <laughs> um, let's wrap up Shortstop real quick. Jorge Polanco. Why do you like Jorge Polanco?
1: Uh... No,
0: well, <laughs> the twins are terrible.
1: Um, you know, it's like it's like there's there's a lot of value in like that's kind of like the Arcia thing where it's like there's value in deep leagues with guys on teams where they have to play. It's like you got no yeah. choice. They have no choice. It's like we're playing Jorge Polanco, and that's what we're doing because what else are we gonna do? Um, so yeah, I mean Jorge Polanco has a little bit of speed, a little bit of power, should hit for an okay average, will definitely hit, like, top, I want to say, either. He's going to hit probably lead off. I mean, not lead off, probably number two, maybe leadoff. Uh, depends on what they do at Buxton. There was some talk about Buxton moving up in the lineup, so that would hurt Polanco's runs uh, if he drops down due to uh, Buxton moving up. But, yeah, I mean, I don't – you know, it's like you say I like him, but – we're at twenty-four. Yeah, it's, it's there's there's nothing. In, it's, it's yeah, twenty-fourth overall for shortstops. That's like two hundred and fifty overall. I mean, we're we're not we're not even in like necessarily the uh, the place where twelve teams are are uh, drafting anymore. I know for these a lot of these guys.
0: Uh, the one guy, you got Jose Reyes all the way down at 32. With David Wright is, you know, uh, is, we were talking about shattered glass yesterday. (laughs) That's, that's David Wright. I mean, Reyes is going to play. He'll probably hit towards the top of the order when he plays. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. It's like David Wright, though. I think if he does come back, he'll, they're going to share time. So it's hard to be completely enthusiastic about Reyes if, uh. Like I don't think they're just gonna bench Wright indefinitely if he's if he comes back. So and right now he's due back in April. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean I hear you. I think you know Wright is, Wright is really like bare He's he's barely holding it together. He's like you know uh, masking tape and glue at this point. But if Reyes is definitely locked into leadoff and he's gonna be the third baseman for 550 at bats, he moves up. Fifteen spots in my rankings. I yeah. just I have him down for like two thirds of a season because I think Wright is still going to be there for a third of the season. Yeah.
0: I think I think he gets closer to like four hundred fifty at bats. So you've got him for three seventy four for Reyes, and if he does that with your projections, that's like a thirteen twenty season. So I think yeah. he could be, you know, somewhat usable. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. All right. Uh, that's gonna wrap up shortstop. Let's go to third base. Woo! Wow! wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. Um, All right, we've already gone over a couple of these guys because the the top end of third basemen are all in the top 20. We did that a couple shows ago. So you've got Brian Arenado, Machado, Donaldson. We talked a little bit about Donaldson with a little bit of an injury to start the year, but sounds like that didn't really affect you too much. No. He says he's going to be ready for opening day. All right, uh, we already talked VR. You've got Kyle Seeger, sixth. I mean, he's as safe as they come. I don't really think there's much to expand on there. No,
1: not a ton. I think, uh, you know, like I was saying with the shortstops, he's he's kind of similar to his brother, just like 20 less points in average. I mean, there's uh, not much speed. Good, decent power, like 27 to 30 homers in power. Uh, he's going to have good counting stats, but... Probably only hit
0: 270 versus, you know, his brother who hit 300. Yeah. I really like that you like Rendon this year. I like him a lot. I like him as well. I like what you said in the rank too, that you're like, he's got upside yet has still a pretty high floor.
1: Right? Yeah, I know. I was surprised when I was going through him. I was like, damn. I mean, his floor seems, I mean, it's like you say that and then you look at his 2015 season you're like uh his floor was five homers and one steal and 264 yeah, I mean, <laughs> but that was, but that a, that was a season. Fluky, that was a flu injury and yeah but no i think if he's healthy his floor he's gonna be in the middle of a good lineup his you know he's got 20 homer power 10 steals will hit 270 it's a solid floor i don't know if the upside is ginormous but it should be decent i mean there should be at least like five homer plus upside maybe a couple steals maybe he could hit for 285 like he
0: did in 2014 so yeah there's
1: a little bit of upside i think there's not a ton of downside so i like him
0: yeah i mean he's always a guy that gets a 10 percent walk rate so he's always going to be on base with that lineup um, you know, may, maybe he is getting a little older. He's had injury issues. The steals, you know, maybe ten's fine. But I, I think, yeah, like you said, he could get to 25 homers and hit for a good average. I, I like Rendon a good bit. Um, you like Justin Turner a lot, too. And I don't really dislike him, but I think some of these old, boring names you have lower, I don't know if Justin Turner's ahead of him for me quite yet. I think they're close, though. Mm-hmm. I think this is a, a you're uh, you're kind of, maybe, uh, maybe Rendon's ahead of it, but... You're kind of 8 through 11 or 12 seem kind of bunchy.
1: Yeah, they are.
0: They're real close. Like
1: uh, Turner, Beltray, Longoria, Frazier, uh, and Carpenter. They're all real close. And it's all the same tier for me. They're all kind of like 25 homers, give or take three homers, 270 average, give or take 15, 20 points. five to seven steals, give or take two or three steals. You know, like yeah, it's all, it's all kind of pretty much like Longoria might have a little, a little bit more power, but he's going to have a little bit less speed. Uh, Beltray has a little bit better average, but a little bit less power and speed. Frazier's got terrible average, but good power and a little bit more speed, you know, so they're all kind of like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Essentially all the same.
0: A little bit of this. A little, a little, little bit of that. that. A little bit of this. Uh, oh, that. Hey. I'm wearing my thong. Oh, wait. Are we still recording? Oh, <laughs> let me snap that for you, man. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do you hate Matt Carpenter? Did, did we discuss uh, this already? Yeah, I think we did it it a little bit. Days. I I don't know why you hate uh, Matt Carpenter so much. such a bore. Man, you hate so. the Cardinals. I should love you for this because I, I hate the Cardinals too. I know,
1: why don't and you? And you keep
0: bringing up the Brewers every position, but you hate well, the like, Cardinals. I like. I love know, it. The, the Actually,
1: Brewers are, like, without even you being involved in this whole conversation, <laughs> oh, the Brewers are good for hitters because their park is ridiculous. Yeah, the park's I mean, fun. the park is, like, it's barely below Coors for hitting. So, uh, like, Miller Park is great. But on the on the other hand, like their pitching's awful. I, I don't know. care. I don't care what you say about Junior Guerrero. He's terrible.
0: He's okay.
1: Yeah, I don't okay. think he's great. Okay. Would I rank him he's in like the fifties. He's gonna be Taylor Youngman this year. Okay. No, he's yes, not. He hey,
0: will be. Oh my god! I hate you. Oh god! Is it totally turned real fast. Is it too late to throw you out of <laughs> the window? I don't right now our window's when, open. No, like, he's uh, well. Nothing works in this hotel room. So he probably get the door. Probably doesn't work. And oh my god. Um, alright, so now we're kind of through those bunchy guys who are getting kind of the late rounds. Uh Jake Lamb. Why are you talking about Nicole Kidman and Jake Lamb's for that? <laughs> Where that <laughs> would that come from? Uh, oh man. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Alright. Uh
1: you yeah, know, I, I wrote a sleeper post on Jake Lamb. I like oh, I like okay. him a lot. Uh I think Jake Lamb is uh he's like a cheaper version of the previous tier like he's a cheaper belt guess
0: yeah i agree with that power um,
1: yeah power a little bit of speed uh you know his average wasn't great last year but i
0: don't know he hit he he didn't
1: strike out a ton there's a chance for a better average i think
0: you worry they platoon him though
1: uh yeah lefties? yeah there's there's a little bit of a possibility of a platoon he didn't I mean, he got a ton of the bats he, last he, year.
0: He played most games. Yeah, but. he played
1: 151 games last year, so uh yeah, I, I like him. I like Lamb, I think, uh, bah, bah I like lamb. Uh, I like it's a little, little gamey. I like his gamey. It is a little gamey. He's I got know. gamey. A little, little
0: chewy. He got gamey. But you throw That's some, some cucumber sauce joint. on them. Yeah, <laughs> dude, oh my go. god! I love me some tzatziki. <laughs> uh Miguel Franco's a, another one. one. The same thing with that. In that kind of tier. Wow, I you have him. your projections mean you should have Franco higher. What's that I love about? Franco? I, no, because there's more risk.
1: I think Matt Carpenter is. It's a more solid floor and a safer guy. But Franco, I think, has more risk and more upside. So I like
0: Franco a lot. I just, you know, I think there's some risk involved. Yeah, it is an awful team. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we talked about Bregman before, didn't we? I think yeah. on a previous podcast. Yeah, you hate Bregman. I'm a little less excited about. I don't him know what people. Bregman did did against you. What, what did he do? I don't
1: know. I, I'm not ready to start talking about it yet. It's
0: still too <laughs> close to the surface. I think Bregman's going to be pretty solid. I think he's someone I'd have a good a good bit higher. I think you only have him uh, projected for a 259 average. I think that's a little a little conservative. Even though I know he touched you in a place he shouldn't have, but (laughs) stupid Bregman, (laughs) I hate your face, Bregman.
1: Um, Uh, yeah, he had two sixty four last year with a twenty four. Yeah, but he was like one
0: for his first forty something.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: that he he was fine. No, I'm not.
1: Yeah, I'm not totally disagreeing. I'm probably lower on Bregman, but it's like you have that, you know, like uh, that. Seeger and that Turner Beltre, langoria Frazier, carpenter, whole conglomerate of veteran third baseman. it's like
0: do you put Bregman above
1: those guys? It's kinda I, I think you know. mix
0: him in, I mean he's different yeah. because he's not the same like him for in, sure my but... doesn't
1: work with my tears though so oh my
0: <laughs> God, all about gray it is tears <laughs> my. Tears, it, uh, greers, you uh, greers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a sad cloud. <laughs> that was a lot of greers when Bregman touched oh, you there. Oh. <laughs> oh, that took a weird turn. <laughs> <laughs> Hug me. <laughs> oh, do you need a hug with my long arms again? Uh, all right. Some other guys here. Snow, you have for 31 homers. I mean, easily could happen if he yeah. doesn't strike out a bajillion
1: times. <laughs> I think he could hit 31 even striking out but That's all he's going to do, probably. Yeah, I know. He'll he's... probably hit 31 homers and hit, like, 230. He's the second coming
0: of Adam Dung. <laughs> yeah. Because the walk rate's tied, too. Yeah. He's the three outcomes. Yeah. His, uh... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully,
1: uh, hopefully he, he can lower his K rate. I mean, he's still young enough. He's only twenty three, so maybe he can you know walk a little bit more and strike out a little bit less, and if he can hit two fifty five. He could be great value,
0: but as of right now, he looks like a two twenty five, two thirty hitter. So I agree with you on Jose Ramirez. I'm seeing him on a lot of like sleeper lists, and he's just like. He's boring, yeah. right? Uh-huh. You know, what's the his best upsides? What, like 15 homers, 20 steals? Then there's no way he's doing that. Yeah. I, I feel like he was a good streamer last year. And when it was all said and done, he put up a good season. But he was never someone that was like, he's the reason I'm winning in a standard league.
1: Right. And also, I think a lot of people forget that it's like, you know,
0: 8 home, like eight to 10
1: homers over the course of the season. It's like one two homers a month, that's painful to own uh, when it's actually happening. And then 20 steals isn't really much more. You're talking about two to three steals a month. So, you know, a guy who homers once every two weeks and steals once a week its not really someone you're, you're going to love owning. Like, you're going to be like, uh, this other guy on waivers is much hotter and much more interesting. Should I drop Ramirez for him? And, you know, I think that's kind of the problem with, uh, you know, some of those, like, 10-homer, 20-steel guys. They're, you know, they're good in theory, but when you actually are owning them, they're not really that great.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I'm with you. You haven't projected for eight homers. He had 11 last year. Never showed much power in the minors. His BABIP was actually a little high. Yeah, I mean, I think he's fine if you, if you want a last-round MI, but beyond that, man. Uh, you got Moncada, 18th. We've already talked him. I'm not really that big on Healy. Yeah,
1: you seem to like, I like Healy. him. I like him as a.
0: Uh, I think he's.
1: You know, we're at like we're in 19th overall wow. for third
0: baseman. So yeah, he's got some good power. 25 homers and 287 average. That would that means you think he could be easily a top 10 third baseman. He
1: could be. Yeah, I like Healy. I think he's got great power. Uh, there's. You know there's a lot of risk involved. It's also the A's, which are, you know, they're usually pretty terrible on uh with hitting. Um Yeah, and the park's not great, but I I think he can, his power plays even in uh in in Ricky Henderson Field. Did you hear they changed the field to Ricky Henderson? Really field? it's not o. Co it's, anymore? I think the stadium's O.Co, possibly, but it's Ricky Henderson Field. Like it's like Ricky Henderson really? Field
0: at O.Co. Oh man, I wish he was still playing there as a player because it'd be yeah. like Ricky he, Henderson he playing here at Ricky Henderson Field. Yeah. Me, Ricky Henderson. He probably
1: could still <laughs> play too. Like he's so ridiculously athletic.
0: Um, you got Castellanos, twenty-one. Um, had that great season for a lot of last year, then fell or you yeah, know, great, injured. great first half and then got injured and yeah, eh, I I yeah. I'm not huge on him either. He doesn't have
1: big power, so it's kind of you know. I thought maybe last year. He would break out, and with the injury, it didn't happen, so I've kind of moved off him a little bit if he can get like you know he only had hundred and ten games last year and eighteen homers, so maybe if he can get to twenty five homers it might be worth it might it might be worth it he's uh he's a guy who has you know usually a decent average, so Castellanos might be okay as a flyer utility guy or maybe if you punted corner infield
0: all right. Uh, now we're just kind of at the end of this thing here. Uh, bring up the Brewers, Travis Shaw at third base. We talked about him at first base a little bit. Uh, oh my god, you love Pablo Sandoval at 32nd. (laughs) (laughs) You're not buying the weight (laughs) loss? No, not not at all. He ate, he ate, like, three burritos a day instead of four (laughs) over the (laughs) offseason. He looks great.
1: Billy Blob Thornton? No, I'm not. I'm not in. I'm not in the Sandoval camp at all. Yeah, I'm not I'm really. I don't buy it.
0: Uh, looking at some of your other later round guys and nothing. What anything you want to bring up that's interesting?
1: Nah, I don't think so. They're all but they're all like if flyers or deep league bench guys. Like uh, you know, like uh, you're doing it this year too. We're doing the uh, NFBC league. Uh we start drafting on Wednesday. I think there might be a couple spots left when people listen to this that if you were to contact Rudy on his last blog post, you might be able to still get into a Join league. Join me in the yeah. NFC league. Yeah, you can play against JB. But in that league, it's fifteen teams and it's fifty rounds. Uh so you and there's no waivers during the season. So you need to have like backup guys. So like someone like a Martin uh, Martin Prado or uh, Adonis Garcia. Like, you know, in that league, if you draft him as a bench guy and, you know, God forbid uh, your top third baseman, like, you know, Ed Longoria gets hurt and then you need uh, a backup and you have Art Garcia, you're able to bring him in. Um, you know, so there's there's some value in, in that kind of situation and maybe NL only uh, Adonis Garcia is a decent flyer. But for the most part... Yeah, these end guys are just, like, waivers or, you know, very deep leagues.
0: Yeah. A couple guys that I think we've either mentioned before, but for those leagues, Youngerba Solarte should get a couple position eligibility. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of good guys to target in that format where you can put them in at different backup spots. Yeah, Uh, We talked yesterday in person about Hernan Perez, and we talked about him before. He's the same kind of guy. I might play, like four to five days a week but can play all over the infield so if you if you have to play him as a backup he's a good pick there right um so there you go Gray. we wrapped up our offense oh
1: my god was amazing so
0: much offense guess what we get to do next week we get to yell at each other about starting pitchers <laughs> from different cities again. oh my god because oh if we did god. that in person we might get into fisticuffs <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing my fisticuffs it's, it's right here. Gristacuffs. Gristacuffs. Well, you need one more grickle for the end of uh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, he's, he's so ticklish! So t- <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. He like he's in this like oh, he's yeah. in one of those like office chairs and he like wheeled about forty feet across the room to run away. It's like still reached me. Oh my god, if you ever see Gray a person just start tickling him. It's, <laughs> hilarious. No, no, <laughs> it's hilarious! No, no! Like, no! He's like like no, panicking. He's like, no, he's, like no, having no. a seizure over here <laughs> when, like <trying> to <laughs> He just went to the courts. <laughs> oh my god well this has been fun thanks everyone for listening glad we could make it out to spring trading um oh we want to do uh comment or questions on the podcast we'll start wrapping those up i know christian herman had one we'll do that next show so if you have questions you want read on the podcast we'll do those next week put those comments on the site on raswell.com on this podcast post gray late we what? Why did you? Why did you jump? again? Uh, oh God, you're, you're still like panicking over here because t- you t- got me all ruffled. <laughs> I'm, I'm ruffled like uh, a pirate shirt. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, we did want. We what did we go? We the fro- frolic, the frolic, the frolic. the frolic froccified. What a frock. Yeah, <laughs> there's a <laughs> place called Froccify right next to the coffee place. We almost frockified ourselves.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> oh there's uh also there's still rcl uh there's leagues there's uh empty spots in some rcl leagues so come come join those
0: two. yeah I, i'm gonna start another rcl league at some point so yeah. you can check us out in those so uh, cool all right, well, then. all right, we should probably get out of here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week. Gray, we I'm going to tickle you. No, no, please don't. No. Thank you for letting us use your lobby.
1: <laughs>
0: Everyone's <laughs> looking at us like one are these crazy people. <laughs> all right, we're really gone now. Take it easy, Gray. It easy. All right, say something. Say something Say something, give it up on you